is the 77 WABC minicast. It's time for Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. She is indeed the Princess of Policy. She is Her Majesty, the one and only, the brilliant, (laughs) the witty, the charming, the royal, the highnessness of all highnessnessness, and that's a lot of highne- uh, highnessness. <laughs> princess, Princess Die from on high, coming to hang out with the lowly peasant, Mister Snordley, Mister Gildon. And half Brent, Nick, and TJ, and the rest of our Saturday crew. Welcome, Princess Di. How are you? You are Sir James. You have been knighted by me, so you are not a lowly peasant. Okay. Well, thank you, Your Highness. I have to keep that in mind. You know, it's hard to shake it. Once you felt like the peasant, it's hard to realize you've been elevated and got promoted. Uh (laughs) Exactly right. Don't forget it. I won't. Your Majesty, the uh, let's start with what uh, what you, you you sent me here. The New York Times. I hadn't even read this story. I'm I'm curious to hear what this is about. You tell me that the New York Times is is <laughs> is saying that the Joe Biden economy is what? W T what? W T what? Okay, this is New York Times news analysis. This is how they labeled it. The title is. Morning in America eludes Biden despite economic gains. And here's the subtitle. Seeking re-election in 1984, Ronald Reagan presided over an economy similar in many ways to today's, but he sold a message of progress and promise. And the thesis of this article, which I laughed all the way through, and I hope that your readers will take a look at it, it is full of humor. The thesis, not intentional, the thesis is that the Biden economy is so good And it's equal to the Reagan economy at this stage in his presidency. And the only reason Biden isn't getting credit for it is he hasn't sold his message, the morning in America message that Ronald Reagan went out and fooled the people into believing and feeling good about the economy. And so the economy today is just the same. Bidenomics is equal to Reaganomics, but people don't feel that way. And so Biden has to start message improvement and and doing morning in America and convincing people. And that will get people on board. (laughs) Have these people lost their minds? Do they, Diana? You remember a month ago, Paul Strogman Mm -hmm. said the economy is surreally good. And so this is what they all believe in Washington. They actually believe it because none of them live in the real world. You know, they have people they hire to do their grocery shopping and fill their, if they have cars, they use mass transit because they're good, you know, environmentalists. But this to me is another example of young whippersnappers who did not live through 
the events of the Jimmy Carter years and the Reagan economy themselves. They've only read about the 1980s as being a complete disaster because that's what the press has worked hard. As you know, our boss, Rush, kept defending the 1980s because they were a remarkable demonstration of what American freedom does, and that is bring prosperity to everyone. And the New York Times and all of those like-minded pundits spent uh, many decades tearing down the 80s and lying about it, and they're still doing it by saying the Reagan economy was like this. It's, uh, you know, we remember gas lines. We remember the double-digit inflation and unemployment and the double-digit mortgage rates, which were up in the 20s. And so when that started to recede because the Reagan tax cut came in and gave everybody more money, then the whole economy felt better, not because Reagan said anything, although he was a cheerleader, but because people lived it. And that is the one problem they have with the Biden Bidenomics, is that people actually live in the economy. They shop, they buy things, they fill their tanks with gas, and they know that this is all bogus, this idea that the Bidenomics is successful. But the good news is they're going to keep doubling down, and that is what Biden is running on, is his economic plan. So it is destined to fail. So I'm happy about it. I am just stunned, too, because I also remember the the Reagan years, and I'm sure you remember this. I remember these same types of liberals. I remember them, Princess Di, walking around complaining that this is the age of opulence. The rich people, there's so many rich people, and the rich people are greedy, right? They're greedy, and 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 how dare them show their wealth by buying these houses and buying these cars and and living well when the poor are still poor and the rich and that's when you started hearing this the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer which was absolute rot gut nonsense because what happened right. was that the middle class people were getting richer and people that were poorer we're getting middle class and turning into, in some cases, yep. richer people. And the poor are poor. The ones that did, and, and I'm not trying to blame them. There are lots of reasons that people stay in poverty. But a lot of the reason that people stay in poverty is because if you depend on the government for your economic uh, 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 status in life, well, then the government's not going to make you rich. At least that was before COVID days. Well, wait a minute. Here's another thing that's never acknowledged. And I remember this, you know, reading in the New York that the same people at the end of the 80s were not the same people in the beginning of the 80s in poverty classes. It was divided into five quintiles. And the American economy is so dynamic that people who started the 80s in the lowest quintile, a huge percentage of them moved up even to the top. And some went down again because the economy, based on freedom, at the time it was merit-based more than it is now. But if you succeeded by your hard work, you were rewarded. And so that is the thing that the left has never acknowledged, how dynamic this economy can be when we are free.